What's up, nation, and welcome to the Growing Up D-Friends sub-series. My name's Anthony, recording live at the Billy Shears Podcast Studio in lovely Milton, Ontario. This is episode 52, Growing Up D-Friend number five. Dave joins me up in the cut. We chop it up. It's a good one. Hope you guys like it. We're also joined by Hey Man. We're trying a new format with the podcast. I hope you guys like it. If not, check out the timestamp of this podcast as well. I want to reach out to the people in Los Angeles, California, Orlando, Florida, Madrid, Spain, Paris, France, London, England, and of course, Grimsby, Ontario for helping out with our numbers. Our numbers have been exploding and those are the biggest markets as well as Ashburn, Virginia. Sorry guys, left you out. Um, that being said, thank you so much for the love and support. Please check us out on all our social media gatherings, Facebook, Not For 30 Podcast, Instagram, Not For 30 Podcast, uh, Twitter, NA30 Podcast. I'm heading out to San Diego, going to record some fun stuff there. Until then, stay true to your dreams, passion over paycheck. Let's do this. Not After 30 Podcast, 8,000 download this week. Thank you, guys. Sex after kids. And I was like, well, how do you mean? She's like, well, we'll talk about, like, sex after the kids go to sleep and, like, in general, like, after kids, like, how, uh, how like, our sex life is. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if you want uh, any family members listening to this stuff. I think even if, if you do that, you guys start by saying, what sex after kids? Mm, pretty much. Maybe that's what the podcast should be called is, what sex after kids? <laughs> no, that would be like the title name, but she, I don't know, Daniela was like listing some topics, but we weren't. Weren't serious? Well, no, I don't know how, how sold we are on it. I said, well, we'll try seeing if we can talk because I, you know, we get, a, we get along. That's why we got married. <laughs> <laughs> we got really good chemistry. We That's got, why we got married. We, you know, we can talk back and forth with each other pretty well, and uh, we were going to try it out and just to see. You got good banter, as the kids would say. Yeah. Alana was, like, offering to produce it and everything, so. Oh, that's good. But I, I, anytime you can get anyone to do the hard work, that's always good. I guess. You call that hard work. All right. You ready to do this? Cheers? Yeah, let's do it. Cheers. Oh, fine. I always miss Oh, my God. Start again. Game on. This is the Not After 30 Podcast, a podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now, it's time for the show. What's up, Not Not Nation and lovers of the going deep, going, not going deep. <laughs> Let me try that one more time. Go, going up deep, friend. <laughs> Growing up. Uh, we'll edit that part out. Going deep, different. What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Growing Up D-Friend sub-series from the Not After 30 podcast. My name's Anthony, joined by my brother... Dave. Dave! Uh, Dave. Uh. And we are recording this live and direct in the Billy Shears podcast studio in lovely Milton, Ontario. We, um, actually, I think we've done it more recent than the time before. Well, it was like three months... Between our last two, and uh, when were we talking last? Was it the end of the baseball season? No, it couldn't have been. It had to have been the starting of September. I feel like it was only about a month ago. Yeah, so that's pretty good. All right, so we're going to try something new this time. We're, we're going to try to... Dave had this idea a while ago. I don't know if he mentioned it on one of the Growing Up D friends, but we're going to do the Not After 30 podcast, True, true Figurative Form. We're gonna to try to make this podcast not after thirty minutes. So, Dave, oh, very are you good? Yeah, that is a good form. Yeah, so we're gonna to try to make this. You should have a show 20. called "Not After Thirty Minutes." So yeah. it's just like like a short one midweek that you you put just out. just like a mini one. Yeah, that's I a good idea. That's a good idea. 
Or you, just like keep John to a thirty minute limit. John's usually a thirty minute limit. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe. You know, I got a new nickname for him, Mister Blase Blase. Blase Blase. He says that in every podcast. It's almost like a catchphrase. Really? Like, yeah. Oh. He sa- he'll say something like. Um, you guys talk about sports and you guys talk about Toronto this, Toronto that, but instead of saying etc., he says blase, blase. I've never heard him say that. Well, is that, is that on going deep? You know what? It, it's that moment where <coughs> I didn't know I said that being said, and then when you pointed it out, I realized I say that being said a lot. So you'll notice it now that John I'll, drops blase, blase I'll, at least once a podcast. I'll look for it, but uh, maybe he mumbles that off. I don't know. I don't, I don't catch it. Well, Dave, you actually got to listen to the podcast to know. I've... I've had my fair share of listening. I really like that podcast, uh, that Tequila Chronicles podcast you had. Oh, yeah? Um, well, it lasted anyways, while you were allowed to have it on. But Yeah, hey, we're not going to talk about that. Well, we that's, ha- that's what happens when you have a podcast like this. You know, you're going to offend some people. You want to talk about fire? Like, I mean, listen, it's um, it, it, was a, it, it was one of my favorite podcasts we had recorded. I, I, Anthony, you have to realize, and I said this to you before, if you were a single guy and you had a podcast... And then you met your wife or and some friends through the podcast, and they all knew you had this beforehand, they would probably be fine with it. But because you're doing this after the fact, and you already have established relationships and marriages, you can't just uh, sort of say what you want all the time without pissing a couple people off that have control of your life. Well, <laughs> that doesn't make 100% sense. Well, I well, I know you're in, in, I, I know what your theory it, is. It, your theory is like, you know, if it's already out there before you This doesn't only really apply to you. It doesn't apply to me at all. <laughs> this applies to somebody else to who's somebody on that podcast. Somebody else who's on that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> they who should not be named shall not be named. He or she <laughs> well, uh, shall not be named. If but, you guys had a chance to listen to the Tequila Chronicles while it was up, uh, enjoy and save it, and uh, and do what you got with it. But it uh, it magically disappeared from the the Not After Thirty podcast feed. Library. Yeah, due to uh, uh, creative differences with some of the parties. <laughs> let's just put it that way. You know what? Um, it, it has spawned this thought that I want to do. I want to do Tequila Two, Return of the Tequila Chronicles, and <laughs> okay. and and just record it again with maybe different people. Oh, you'll have to. Yeah, <laughs> is, is is he or she not allowed on the show anymore? No, no, they are allowed back on the show. They anytime. just can't say anything. They just can't. They just can't say anything. They're just yeah. allowed to sit there and pose for photos. He, he shouldn't even. She should not even say that they are on the podcast. I mean, I don't. I don't think. Uh, you know what, Dave? This podcast reaches too many people. The dozens and dozens, dozens of listeners. The nation has spoken, and when they speak, I like to listen. I don't always do it. But when I do, they should open You one. do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they do, I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, okay, Dave. So we just got over Thanksgiving. Now, because this this podcast, Growing Up D Friend, is all about kind of our childhood and the way we grew up and the and kind of the uh, people, the characters that we grew up with, do you have any good Thanksgiving stories off the top of your head? No. I mean, not really other than... From what we spoke about, um, you know, we used to have, like, a Thanksgiving Day sort of hockey, road hockey game. Road hockey game, Always, you know, and, like, all the kids in our area were always, you know, they were having their own Thanksgiving. But we made time, I guess, it must have been before our Thanksgiving dinner because that would normally hit around, you know, three or four. Yeah, I feel like it was, like, all-day holiday Monday. Yeah, it was, like, bright and early in the morning. We were just playing hockey for the whole day, worked up an appetite for Thanksgiving. But, yeah, I'm trying to remember, like, do, do we remember... Like, I, maybe I'm getting mixed up with Christmas. Do we do we remember snow 
in some of these games and you know we always had body contact on the grass but with snow it was like full body contact everywhere. i wouldn't say no i i, I feel like snow would be there um but i i always remember rain or at least wet or leaves getting or in the way leave, obviously well, we, we had to like sweep up the street just to yeah clean up clear, the gutters yeah, 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 yeah the curb yeah yeah, but those are some of my finest memories with road hockey. Because everyone was available on that Monday, we would play road hockey for like six hours. And sometimes you'd get some cousins because they would become. Yeah, every now and then we have some cousins. They'd come and play in their dress pants. <laughs> they'd like in their like finer clothes, but they'd still want to play in their finest Gap jeans. Yeah, that high quality denim. Yeah, <laughs> the extra friction when you would be running. Oh my gosh, they would be like corduroys. You just get like so much static electricity. You just <laughs> just zap everybody. You zap zap the defenseman. He's like, "How did he get by me?" Just well, Dave, do you remember the? Um, it was Thanksgiving that this happened, but we had the Canyon Cup. Oh yeah, that was. Let me explain, because you usually do a bad job doing it. Let me explain. I what called we had. it the Euro Can Cup. But okay, so Dave and I um, have Italian ancestry in our in our bloodlines. Are we're first generation Canadians? Well, for so far. F- very good at explaining it, better than I would, because I would have just said Italian background, not ancestry, but go on. If you're going to go to ancestry, you could say we're Spanish. We or, are. Or African, I mean. We're part African, part Spanish, part Italian yeah. ancestry. That aside, we would we grew up in a, a small little suburb of Toronto called Streetsville. <laughs> okay, yes. Not, you don't get too descriptive of it. <laughs> well, what I'm trying to say is, it wasn't as diverse as it is today. Sure, yeah. So That's fair to say. So we had a lot of neighbors who were... European. Five, ten generations Canadian. Yeah. And, um, and then we and had we, some... The we, newer ones, I guess, yeah, would be included newer, with the The first-generation Canadians would, would be buckled into, uh, I guess, first-generation Canadians. Yeah. And, uh, and we even had, like, an, an Indian family next door. Mm-hmm. And so what we did was we had this tournament with all the kids on the street. It's called the Canyon Cup. And what we did was we, we buckled all the non-Canadians, which we were technically part of, and we would battle all the Canadians. And we had a good balance of everything. Yeah, surprisingly, like, you know, the Italians with, like, one Croatian guy basically was our team. Yeah. And uh, we... We'd no, play. and what was Matt? Well, but then Matt wasn't always... Yeah, sometimes and sometimes Well, oh, Brandon would play on it, but he was Italian too. And yeah. So, um, but we'd play what, these... But what's Matt? Matt Slovenian? Yeah, I think that was, like... The background that he used when he played for us, but he was he was more Canadian. He was half Canadian, half Slovenian. Okay, sure. Anyways, but in in any case, uh, these Canadians were like legit hockey players. Like they played ice hockey, uh, played rap. They had they had, yeah they played rap. They had proper set play. Yeah, exactly. They're like okay, we're gonna box them in. They right. had positioning skills. We were just like. I want to call it like dump and chase, but hey, it worked. <laughs> it wasn't a dump. It was, it was unorganized chaos. Well, I was always on D. You were yeah. always forward. Always forward. And it was just you know it would be like two on one a lot of time, and I would just you know make these diving shots down. Didn't you play goalie a lot too? I played goalie. Matt would play goalie. Brandon yeah. played goalie. No, Brandon. I think you know a lot of the times I would sometimes, but not all the time. Well, it it created this weird hockey racism. Oh yeah. That that it would be like a battle and and we go back and forth and there's like so much bad blood. So 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 much bad blood when you and you look back at it and we're like, "Oh my god, like why were we so mad? 
We'd get so over upset. a stupid ro- road hockey game because that's all that's all you're fighting for when you're that age. Like you're not really fighting for anything else. For, fighting for everything, just like just to be the best on the street. But I mean, it was just such a. You think about it like such a small world because it was just that street. Like whenever you know we played, there were so many kids on that street that. We only knew these, like in the summertime, it was only these people. Yeah. We, it was only this street that we would hang out on. And it was just, you know, it was looking, all we basically knew a lot of our childhood. Looking back, I love it. Like, I think back and I, I think to myself, man, those were the, those were the best days of my life. Boom, boom. I'm, nope, like, I'm, not singing, I'm not singing along with you. What? Like Brian Adams. Yeah, we know it's Brian Adams. <laughs> I thought you said The Bri- greatest Bri- Canadian <laughs> rock singer alive. Better than Corey Hart? Um, yeah, I look back at it and I think of how much fun that was. And even now, like we're, we're in our thirties now and it's, we even, like, we don't even have that kind of, um, it, it's rare to come by a street full of kids around the same age. Yeah. Like, um, my, like my street right now is kind of like that, but they're still all very young. They're all like, you know, under three. Right. Uh, one day, maybe. Who knows? Like one day they're already starting to play hockey on the street, but like I'd love to see one day like coming home from work and see you see the twelve that, kids. Yeah, playing hockey exactly. And... That would be awesome. That would be great to see. It was so much fun, and and the the this hockey tournament always happened. Well, I feel like it always happened at Thanksgiving, but we'd always bring this tournament up every so often. I remember one year we even bet money on it. It was like eight dollars <sighs> and like change. Might have been like yeah, nickels like, and dimes. Yeah, and we were pennies. like scrounging pennies, and it was like. Like turning Whoever over wins this gets like sixteen bucks. We're like, oh my god! Can you imagine if we won? We're gonna buy so much shit with this sixteen dollars. The amount of Swedish berries we can buy. Oh yeah, don't even five started. cent bubble gums. Oh my god! But yeah, like I, I remember the um, what I remember the most about it is probably the weather and like how it, if it was like kind of rainy or overcast because it was like October. Well, we were in Canadian jackets. Weather. Yeah, definitely in jackets by then. And I, sometimes you couldn't figure out if it was like. Wet from the rain or wet from sweating from the inside going out. It was. You wake up, you'd be so cold going into the house, but it was just so much fun. I oh miss yeah. it so much. You can't stop. Like, we, yeah, we would. Well, I've said in a previous podcast, like, I rarely remember drinking water, and that's oh, yeah. true, true to the point. How like, did we not die of dehydration? Yeah, like, we probably paid, played from the morning to the late afternoon without, like, a stoppage. Because if we ran inside, like, the, the way we played was so aggressive that if someone went inside they would like oh it looks like you're on a, a penalty kill yeah like you know people just keep on playing yeah. and it's like oh we're fucked we're gonna get scored on because i gotta go get a sip of water yeah. and then you want to beat the shit out of that kid who went in oh yeah you didn't want to be that guy so we would just stick well, out there i, I just, just like play. to put it out there that um team team non-canadian usually won we usually won, and uh, I think when we finally, because I mean, and then I like there was an age difference. Like we were all like fifteen years older than all the kids. It, we it was every kid was within one year of each other. There, so. there, yeah. It was it was from a span of like let's say fifteen years old to twelve. This is this is part of the uh, old Canadian or Canada hockey way of thinking, where it's like let's just put a whole bunch of superstars together and they'll work really well together. Now everyone contributes, and Team Canada is best. Hockey team of all time, right? Well, I mean, yeah, this is like um, you're thinking, early nineties. You're, you're talking like um, I'm talking Nagano Olympics. Wayne Gretzky's on the bench, the greatest hockey player ever to play, and not, and not partaking in the shootout. And not partaking Let's in the put shootout. Brandon Shanahan out there. Oh boy, the, the what Shan- a mistake! The, the Shanahan plan. Okay, um, yeah. So, do do you have any like? Do you have any like every Kiwi? So rem- I, okay, so I mean, during those hockey games, they used to get so intense. Like I remember when we they started the Canadians. 
started introducing uh, body contact on the grass. Oh, they loved that. They loved it because, you know, I think by this time they were probably playing some body contact in their ice hockey leagues. And they just could not wait to to get at me, or like, they weren't getting at you because you were probably the biggest on the street. Um, but you know, it, it got pretty competitive and it got pretty rough once in a while. But you know, that was like the name of the game, and you still want to play these guys because you hated them so much. You just wanted to you wanted to beat them, and like, we, there was some bad blood for a while. And I do remember one time it was I think the game. I don't know if they went up to five or went up to three, whatever it was. But we had like a best out of seven, a Euro Can Cup one year. Yep. And I can't remember if we sweeped or we won. We won like a four to one in the series or something. But there was like a last goal. I remember sending to you and Anthony. You know, I I was always famous. Was for, this in the N E? No, 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 no. Um, but the, this was. Uh, you know, I was always famous for going backhand with a shot. But Anthony, you know, Anthony had such a long reach. He was pretty good at doing backhand. Anyways, so Danny Rowe was our goal. The goalie we were facing. He had legit hockey equipment. Like he had like leather. Pad. Hockey pads, the brown pads. He had blocker helmet, everything, and our goalie had basically like street gear. It was horrible. We might as well have just taped some pillows to his legs. And um, anyways, Anthony Deeksum goes five hole, and I just remember Danny Rowe like hitting his arm so hard for an uppercut, just giving Anthony the uppercut. Like he was just so pissed. Oh, that's what it was, Anthony. You deked him out. You went backhand five hole on him. And because he was like holding his goalie stick up, like he was gonna slash you, so he had, he was gonna like axe your ball away, I like gave me like remember that. almost like, poke, like poke, poke check, yeah, almost like a very aggressive poke check, and you just deked around his huge slash he was going for and went five hole, and he was just pissed that you scored on this this like aggressive play he was making, like he was going for it, and he just looked. Kind of silly after the fact, but it was a huge win, and we we celebrated like we won the cup, like it was awesome. Oh yeah! Oh my well, god! Well, j- just just for the record, anyone that's still listening, Danny Rowe and I have settled our beef uh, from twenty years ago. And yeah, we're cool now. Now, finally, yeah, after finally. twenty years, it don't. It just happened last year. They finally. Uh, it w- shook it was longer than the the Jay Z <laughs> and Nas beef, so I'm just gonna put that out there. Yeah, it was. Pr- it got pretty intense for a while, you know, but. Uh, Eventually, we we all cooled down and we all had good games. But by then, by the time we cooled down, you know, because there was no rivalry, you know, we just sort of, uh, you know, we we kind of have stopped having that competitive nature. We we moved out of the neighborhood. You know, a couple of people moved on. By that time, you know, people are going to university and even high school. Like people are, you know, getting too busy to play well, these games. So. One, one of the things that I love was um, Ian Carter came up to me or wrote me an email because email had just come out at that time. <laughs> And he said, uh, he wrote me an email from his stupid email account, which was like, Buffalo Sabres, nonsense, nonsense, blase, blase. So he said, he's like, hey, man, like, I just want to let you know that, uh, you know, sometimes we get really competitive and, um, you know, we're still friends and all those other things. And I thought it was like so mature of him, like almost too mature. Like he had come home and, and someone else had wrote the email because I was blown away that, you know, like he saw past the bullshit of, you know, Stupid kids well, playing road hockey and getting somebody, too yeah, aggressive. At least somebody did because we we did get pretty aggressive for a while there. That oh, was so like, silly. We, people we hated each other for a while, and it was just like sort of like we wouldn't even communicate with each other. Like, hey, are we gonna play tonight? It was sort of just like one guy would be out there with his stick and a net, and then it was like, all right, it's game on. And like the rest of the happen. neighborhood, yeah, the neighborhood just sort of like came out. Like they'd hear the stick scraping against the, the, the ground, clash, clashings of the stick. Yeah. The plastic blades getting oh, yeah. thinner and thinner, and you know, just it was like, all right, it's game on. All right, Dave. What um, 
You got any other good Thanksgiving memories you want to talk about on this Thanksgiving edition of Growing Up D-Fran? Nah. <laughs> nah. Other than, like, uh, always fighting for the neck of the turkey. That was, oh, like, what is like, with that? I don't understand. What do you mean? You don't remember? Like, no, yeah. I know. I know. I, rem- I totally remember. I don't know why. Because uh, it was delicious. Like, the neck was, like, the crispy. It was, like, bacon. Like, it was, like, so crispy and tasty and, like, the darkest, the the crispiest, the fattest i guess like it was so, me out right now. so good it was so much work to get some pieces of meat out of the neck because it was like uh it was like chewing through like a pine cone because it was like so bony but it was great and then anthony hosted last week at his place for thanksgiving and i was like well where's that neck and Brittany's like i threw it out ah so it's not about that what do you mean you threw it out she's like ah oh, that's great who wants a neck <laughs> i was like what up? <laughs> I want the neck. The neck's the best part. Yeah, actually, in her defense, I should have told her that you and mom, or his mom doesn't care anymore because she's a vegan. Yeah, mom but, and, um, and Jessica would go for the neck, too. That it, that grosses me out for the record. Yeah, it's delish. Gross. Okay. Um, I don't really, I can't really think of any Thanksgiving memories that actually stick out. I guess it's just the hockey. I think that's what we talk about every time we're on this is the street hockey the street ho- rivalries that we It's such had. a big part of our life, though. Well, it is. It, took, it was a lot of our childhood, that's for sure. Like, okay, do you want to clear something up on the podcast? I made a mistake about your Dave's Basement oh, Brew. Oh, man, yeah. Okay, so, do you have a cool name for your beer yet? No, not yet. I mean, basically, what I, I'm following recipes anyway, so I, I can't give it a name, but uh, the first batch I did was a cream L, and I called that Dave's Cream. <laughs> Technically, I didn't, have like a, I didn't have like a label or anything. And then I just did uh, the one that you tried with uh, Jesse Walker was... Uh, um, it was a Pilsner, um, and you called it, you said it was a, a cream ale? Yes. Or something, and then you thought I did a lager before, so you're wrong both times. Yeah, well, that's why you're here, is to clarify what happened. <laughs> it was a Pilsner, and um, if you guys thought, it, you know, you guys said it was good, which was nice of you to say, but I thought it was a little pungent, so I've been putting a lime in with it. Um, so it tastes, it kind of tastes like a Rickard's White, and I found that it, it has a hint of like a citrusy kind of scent to it so i thought you know like an orange like like a rickard's white is served with an orange or lime would be nice like a nice punch back and so um i gave it a splash of orange juice once it was it was great it tasted like a rickard's white with the orange slice and then i've been doing uh just some lime wedges lately um and it's been tasting super good i just wish it was summer still because i'd probably enjoyed more what do you know? Do you have a plan for the next round? Yeah, well, because we're headed into like a darker season, I'll probably do like a pretty hoppy beer, like a a really dark hoppy beer. Um, but I've yet to. I, I'm not good enough to to sort of freestyle my own recipe like chalupa or something. But uh, I'll 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 work on that. Like I mean, I, I'll well, slowly try get to there. time it for the time he's here, so maybe he can help you out with something. Well, we're in October right now. Uh, yeah, I don't even know if I'll have any left over for him to try. Like, so if if I get a recipe this week, it might be ready just in time, or yeah. maybe yeah, it will be a little early. But whatever. or maybe start a recipe while he's here, so he can help you with it. Oh, maybe yeah, maybe I'll. Um, uh, my brother-in-law Paul does some brewing as well, so maybe we'll get some raw ingredients that he has, and we'll put something together. And that's a good idea. Yeah. What else were we going to talk about? I don't know. You said that I was going to correct you on beer. We're talking about Thanksgiving, and then. Uh, I don't know. Is that it? Do you have any news you want to share with the podcast? No. No? No family news you don't want, you don't want to talk about? No, nothing I can think of. No. <laughs> okay, uh, really quickly then. Dave, you're very good at critiquing the podcast. Is there anything about the podcast you want to critique? Oh, boy. Where do I Can you talk into the mic first? You, um, you have chopped down a bit on the 
with that being said, which is nice. And, and you've been holding it for almost like special occasions, which is good. So you've, t- you've <laughs> noticed you've saying it a lot. You've cut down on saying with that being said, which is good. And when you say it once in a while, then it's good. Because it's like, oh, he says that he all the time. He said it. Have a drink. Have yeah, a drink. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's not all the time. Um, but uh, I, I can't really critique. I, I love um, what... You know, Ba has been doing. I I liked it. <laughs> that guy, East. East. Uh, is he a black guy? I think so. I think he, I think, he, <laughs> I think he's from the black part of Portugal. Like, okay, so he's not black. Well, I don't know. It's a magic radio. Um, for sure, I was just like, oh, what a weird sort of um, thing here. Like, you know, Jesse's talking about hockey here. That's great. I'd love to hear about that. And listen, man. Whenever you end up doing like the Leaf podcast, I want to be a part of that. I know. I, I, I think it's gonna be me, you, Jesse. Oh, maybe be... Mike. I don't, we'll, we'll see what happens. Oh, is Mike like big into hockey as well? Not, sure not as is. much as baseball. Oh, but okay. Baseball for him is number one. Okay. But I'm, I'm afraid if we do the Leaf one, there might be no like it'll just be talking on top of talking on top of talking. Oh, I can get a laptop out and get analytics analytical about it, but you know whatever. I listen okay. to a lot of podcasting about hockey anyway, so I can just uh, you know parrot what they say. Um, in any case. You know, I, I thought Bob was doing good, and, you know, he's talking about hockey and stuff, and I was like, great, something that's very interesting about it. And then I'm like, wow, this black guy knows, you know, a fair amount of hockey. Like, that's not... I feel like that's a little racist. No, it's not racist, because not a lot of black guys are into hockey, at least any of the black guys that I know. The, how, how many black guys? Like, three, three guys. So three? Well, actually, one of the three is Trevor Daly's brother, so, I mean... So he knows something about I, I think he knows a little bit about so, hockey. So 33% of your black friends that's know right. about hockey. So it's a very small That's percentage. huge. That's one-third of all your friends. That's not huge. Yeah, it is. Well, anyways, this black guy East was sounding pretty knowledgeable about hockey, and then now I'm finding out he's Portuguese, and I was like, what? Well, Why is he talking like that? Why do, why do you, I like, don't know for sure if he's Portuguese. He could be Brazilian. He could be a black Brazilian. What, what I'm trying to say is like he, he's talking very urban-like. Maybe I shouldn't have said black, but he's talking like he's a gangster. If I'm, if I'm assuming right, he's probably from Burlington, like Jesse. I gotta imagine. Or is it from, uh, oh right, they don't live in... Uh, Scarborough? Uh, Belleville, or where does uh, John live? Oh, Beamsville. Beamsville, yeah, they don't live, they live in Burlington. That's right. Yeah, so that's like, um, uh, I don't like that guy East. <laughs> I think it's my, my critique, is what I'm trying to say is, I don't like people that talk like that when they really don't have to and that's really probably well, not you don't know are. if he talks like that for oh, sure I don't know I'm making assumptions here okay I'm making assumptions you don't talk like this in real life you're much higher squeakier voice in real life this oh, is your really? po- this is your podcast voice I just had a coffee this is yeah well this is my podcast <laughs> voice alright <laughs> like, well thank you for saying that oh we should do a hey man really quickly are you gonna put the hey man in right yeah, away yeah yeah I, I, I fixed that by the record why don't you do the questions and I'll do the answers okay really later. quick okay so time for Hey man. All right, this is the Grown Up D Friend edition of the Not for Thirty podcast, and with me, I got Hey man. Hey man, what's up? Hey man, what's up? Hey man, are you following any of the Major League Baseball playoffs, especially the Toronto Blue Jays, who have been who just swept the top team in the American League? Yeah, the Toronto Blue Jays are really good, man. They're really blowing up, and I hear they just won the championship the other night. Well, that's not a hundred percent true. Well, they won the championship. They are celebrating quite a bit with their champagne. Do you have any favorite Blue Jays? I love the Greg Donaldsons, man. Greg he, Donaldson? Greg Donaldsons, I believe is his name. And he was the guy who ran all the way to the plate and he slid down. It was just what an exciting moment. But, uh, uh, you know, on a bigger on a bigger scale and spectrum, I'd, I'd like to make a note of the man who hit it. Uh, is it um, uh, the 
Russell. Uh, Russell Martin. Russell Martin. Uh, Did you say Russell Martins? No, I said Russell. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Uh, like that guy hit it pretty hard, but I'm super impressed of how fast he's running for such a fat person. And my second, do thing, you know that that, he, that was his fifth quickest run to first all season? Wow, that doesn't impress me at all. That can be. I mean, I, I'm I'm blown away. How long did it take for him to get to first base? It's five point five seconds. That seems pretty fast for such a pudgy guy. I mean, how do these athletes? How are they conditioned to play a sport like this in, in hey that man, kind of shape? Hey man, they're they're pro athletes. Don't hey man me. Anyways, what I'm what I wanted to say bigger than anything is. I, I noticed the fans all holding their heads and putting their hats on backwards, and they just seem so emotionally invested. But I can't understand why. Like, what's the point of this game that we're all watching when we should really pay attention to the real focus in this world? And that is, what's going on in Syria, man? What's going on in Beirut? What, what, what's going on in Africa, bruh? Those trees are getting chopped down. Nobody cares. But would they care about the Blue Jays? You know? Well, I mean, it's more relatable. No, it's not relatable to me, man. Everybody, People are dying out Everybody there. grows up playing sports. Not everybody grows up saving the world. <laughs> maybe you're not everybody. Maybe I am. And maybe people should be acting more like me. All right. Hey, man. Hey, man. I'm going to cut you off hey, now. What? <laughs> <laughs> so you, soon? Thank you so much for coming in, hey, man. We got to go running out of time. We got a new thing going on. But, hey, we'll see you next time. Uh, peace, man. And much love. And, uh, All right, thank you. Feel free to get my Kickstarter page to pay for me to go to Australia and save the indigenous people of Australia. They're really getting killed in the winter down there. All right, thank you, Hey Man. All right, Dave, welcome back. Hey Man was very entertaining. Oh, that guy was cool. Yeah. Um, nice hair. He smells so bad. Yeah, I actually kind of like the smell of him. Oh, seriously. Like, I need to bar of soap and maybe some deodorant. Nah, he's good. Stop rubbing rocks against yourself, bro. <laughs> All right, Dave, we got to get out of here really quickly. Who knows how long I talked on the intro. Dave, take us home. You can take your dick out of the peanut butter jar now. We are done.